This episode is brought to you by Southern Elegance Candle Company, where modern values meet Southern charm. Right now, check out their fall and holiday collection with candle scents such as Caramel Latte, Fireside, Sweet Potato and Brown Sugar, and our personal favorite, Orange Spice. This scent is closed wrapped in a citrusy orange essence that takes you all the way back to Grandma's house. This one is sure to be your favorite, just like it is ours. So be sure to visit secandlecode.com and use our promo code CRUX, that's C-R-U-X, for 15% off all regularly priced items. That's secandlecode.com, where they lovingly craft each scent and city combination to elicit a fond memory to whisk you to a place of pure joy. This episode is also brought to you by MetroTap, a new contactless way of connecting. MetroTap, the new digital business card. It allows you to instantly share social media payment apps, music, and more with a personalized QR code and advanced analytics with no monthly fees. At MetroTap, they take the work out of networking. Go to metrotap.me and use the promo code CRUX for 15% off your purchase of any device. That's metrotap.me, promo code CRUX for 15% off. Yo, what up, world? It's your boy, Be Easy. And we back for another episode of the DJ Blaze Radio Show podcast. You know you can find us everywhere you get your podcast for free 99. Um, yeah, didn't do a show, regular show, um, over the weekend. You know what I'm saying? Like I mentioned on the, um, the interview show with, with Young Amir and Young Edison, um, you know, had some death uh, in the family, so you know, it's all week dealing with that. Um, you know what I'm saying? Uh, sending my condolences to my my cousin L. If you know L, you know what I'm saying. Send him a message. Um, if you know his old lady family, Jada. If you know her family or anybody close to them, you know what I'm saying. Send him some condolences. Some. I don't know if you do the love and light, uh, if you do thoughts and prayers, um, what's another one? Uh, healing energy. If you know any of that is your thing, send that to them. You know what I'm saying? I know they appreciate the love. Um, but yeah, man, it was a long week. Last week, I mean, it seemed like everything could happen with work, like working extra long hours. Then on top of that, over the weekend, not only did I get a flat tire and my everyday car had a flat tire on my weekend car on the way to the services um so yeah it was that kind of week but you know we here and didn't want to leave y'all with nothing no content um and i just happened to have you know do an interview that i was gonna save for later but you know i'm gonna get this out today um interview with chef how many of y'all niggas got chefs that y'all can interview I don't know. Maybe you got a bunch. But me, I got one. Um, he listened to the show. Friend of the show. You know what I'm saying? He looked out for us. Um, well, looked out for me. I was down um, in his city. And he uh, gave me the hookup. You know, I wasn't looking for the hookup. But he came through 
with all types of vittles. Some stuff I never even ate before. Uh, all special drinks and all of that kind of stuff, you know what I'm saying? So I really appreciate him, you know what I'm saying? So he uh, started this new business venture that I saw. Um, and I had to, you know, get inside his mind a little bit to see what, you know what I'm saying, what was going on with that or whatever. Um, so yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this interview. Maybe you, some of you guys are inspired, you know what I'm saying? Y'all be selling them plates out the crib, you know what I'm saying? Maybe y'all want to jump out there, jump out the porch and, and, and do a pop-up or something, you know, do a ghost kitchen. You know what I'm saying? If you don't know what a ghost kitchen is, Google that shit. You know, I'm always trying to teach y'all some new shit, whatever, a new stuff. You know, I'm trying to stop cussing so much. Anyway, um, check that out. Check out this interview. Let me know if you like it. Let me know what you enjoyed about it. Um, DJ Blaze Show at gmail.com. Um, uh, he'll mention his uh, social media too on the show um, where you can find where he's doing his pop ups. Uh, Humble Mumbles. That's Humble Mumble. That's the name of the uh, his pop up restaurants. Um, good food, man. Good chef, too. Um, what else? Oh, yeah. Next week, we'll start back to Insecure. Um, we got a new guest host from another podcast. Y'all may know it. You know what I'm saying? We'll announce that, you know, when the time comes. You know what I'm saying? You'll see some promo for that. Um, so every week, Insecure. Email us, djblayshow at gmail.com. Um, let me know your insecure uh, takes, um, what you think is going to happen this season, um, what you're looking forward to happening, who don't you like, who you like, all that kind of stuff. All Everything insecure, send that in. We're gonna be doing that every week. You know, the show comes back um this Sunday. Can't wait for that. Insecure is one of my favorite shows. Um, also another one of my favorite shows is coming back, Curb Your Enthusiasm. So I get to watch both of them, you know what I'm saying? But I'm really gonna dig deep into that insecure. You know how we do it over here. Um, but yeah, man. DJ Blaze Show, gmail.com. Um, so yeah, man. Uh, I guess let's start the show. Let's get it started in here. Gossip, music, news, entertainment, and heated discussions. The, the, the DJ Blaze Radio Show starts now. now, now. DJ Blaze Show at gmail.com. 404-436-2370. That's how you get in touch with us here. Uh, today, you know, it's our midweek episode. And, uh, you know, I like to have a guest, you know, I like to interview people that, you know, just doing things in life. It's not normal things, you know, so people that's doing their thing. And today I got a guest. Uh, my guest is uh, Mr. Justin Dixon. What's going on? What's going on? What's up, man? I, I like that. I like the, the but the production on this show is amazing. Oh, yeah. You know, you know, <laughs> I'll stretch Armstrong myself and pat myself on the back. You know, do that, do that. <laughs> now, Justin, chef, uh, formerly of uh, Wonder Kid, now owner of uh, Humble Mumble, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um, down in the A. Yes, sir. You know, yes, sir. So, uh, now, now I've got that. Well, let me go back because Justin mm-hmm. listened to the show by way Religiously. of Amy, <laughs> Amy's twenty two cents. Yes, you, sir. And she told me that y'all used to uh, y'all used to work together, right? Yes, sir. We used to work together at uh, Finish Line, Finish Line, uh, uh-huh. the shoe store in South Lake Mall 
and Morrow, Georgia. Shout out to my whole finish line family. Yeah, shout out to them. Especially Amy. That's 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 the fam right there. Word. Did she keep shit going? Oh, bro. Like, like you would not believe. Like you would not believe. And she she was she was one of the reasons why I stayed there as long as I did, honestly. Yeah, good co-workers so, will make you stay on a job. Oh yeah. Longer oh than, yeah. You know. Yeah. You know, th- working with the right people can make any any job mm-hmm. worth going to and you will look forward to working with them people. So, you and, know, that's that's one of those she, Amy's a real one. And then when you for me, one of my f- most fun jobs was working at a shoe store. So, I oh, worked, yeah. I worked at Foot Action for a couple of years. Gotcha. And, and you know what I'm saying? So, when you got fun people there and then you at at a job like that. Um, it just makes it all more better. Now, oh man, we used to just we used to just it was it was it was a fun job and we would act a well I know I did mm-hmm. act a plum fool you know Amy Amy was a manager so she had to you know she 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 kept it PG thirteen but every now and then she'll let some slip mm. and it would it <laughs> and it would be and it would be it would be comedy gold. I, I did so. Everything Amy does is coming to go. Shout out to Amy. Let's get shout out to Amy. Get Amy a little bit. Yeah. Now you know this is your uh, first time here, mm-hmm. and you know we started something new on the show, which is our uh, Fade Five. Now mm-hmm. you know a couple of my Fade Five for you questions going to be some stuff that you kind maybe used to. You know what I'm saying okay. in your life. You know. So the first Fade Five, I ask everybody this one. Um, Cause we all had to do it growing up eating cereal. So, what's your favorite cereal? Growing oh, up, bro, growing up? that's that's easy. Top of the list, Frosted Flakes. Frosted that's like the sta- that's the sta- bro. That's the standard bearer. It's that's a lot you, of a lot of Frosted the, Flakes niggas out here. That, hey, <laughs> hey, man, that's like the that's that's basically water. You know what I'm saying? And uh, then you go up and down from there. Uh, Are you frosted uh, flakes with uh with bananas cut up in it? No, I don't do all that shit. Like okay, milk, right. just straight whole milk. By the way, whole not milk. that yeah, not that two percent, not that almond shit. Real even, cow's milk. Even in uh twenty 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 one, the law, the year of our Lord and Savior, you you yes. you still whole milking it? I'm still whole milking it. I, that's a hill I will die on. As a chef. I, as a especially as a chef, wowzers! I wish I would go to my chef friend and be like, "Hey, bro, guess what I'm drinking? Soy milk." They'll slap the shit out of me, bro. Now, now, now I've never had soy milk, but I, I do. I, I'm an almond. No, fuck all that almonds. What what titty is the goddamn almond milk coming from? You squeeze that bitch so hard till juice come out the motherfucker. That's what I think. <laughs> no, no, no. That shit. That that ain't nothing. That that ain't no. Our almond our almond milk, it, put that in the box with turkey bacon. That shit is imaginary. Damn, I must be different because turkey bacon got a little twang on it. I'm a swine <laughs> motherfucker, but turkey bacon do yeah. got a little twang on it. So you like the fourth no. or fifth person to come through to say Frosted Flakes, top of the list. Wow. Top of the list, Frosted Flakes. Follow that up with uh, Captain Crunch Berries. Mm-hmm. Uh, follow that up with Fruit Loops. Mm-hmm. Less that's three, four. Well, would no, have well. To be. Well, you don't have to give five. I just want your top one, and I'm gonna give you five different things. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. definitely frosted. Flakes. Okay, okay. Now, because you did work at a shoe store, mm-hmm. your favorite shoe? It could be a sneaker. It can be a nice Chelsea boot, Timberland. <laughs> you know. Uh, favorite shoe. 
It would have to be Air Force One. What? What color? Yeah, bro. It honestly, it don't matter. Well, I definitely not. I was never a fan of the all black Air Force okay, One. Okay, okay, that was a test the, right there. Yeah, no, I, I can tell. I was never a fan of those. I never owned a pair of Air Force Ones, and honestly, I only ever had like a couple of pair of like all white Air mm-hmm. Force Ones. So you get the colors. I, yeah, I always graduate gra- gravitated to something that was the more colors, the brighter, the better. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I always gravitated to- towards, you know, multicolor, you know. And honestly, during the years that I was working at Finish Line, between 06 and 08, they was throwing out some all kind of shit back then. Yeah, a lot of colors. So, a lot of colors. Yeah. yeah, those are the... So I was, I was definitely... Uh, that's that's definitely Air Force Ones have a, a I, place in my heart. I still have like four pair of premium Air Force Ones from back in that time. I like, do too. Yeah. I got one pair. I got one pair because it was like there was a line that they did with like these old school like basketball players or mm-hmm. like based on them. Mm-hmm. And I got a couple. I, I still got a couple pair. Yeah. And then I, uh, you know, I started started making a little money, <laughs> and then started getting a little. <laughs> The little custom joints from okay. Nike ID. Okay. You know, but yeah. that's neither here nor there. Yeah, yeah. Okay, now, <laughs> uh, you know, we like television and acting here, so your favorite actor? God damn. Uh, who do I, who do I, who, honestly, you know what? I don't know if I have a favorite actor, but I will say this. Most of the time, if I turn a movie on, mm-hmm. This actor is in most of the movies. You know how you had those movies that you'll you'll just stop and just watch. Yeah. You know, no matter what point in the movie they in, like Fifth Element, it could be halfway through the movie. Yeah, that movie. That's for me. For is me. Bad Boys Two. I I I, I start watching Bad Boys Two from anywhere, so it's okay. got to be Will Smith. Okay. All right. That's a good one. That's a good one. He got yeah. a long, you know, he got a, a litany of movies that you can choose yeah. from. So you know. Bro, I sit there and watch. I to this day, I sit there and watch Wild Wild West. Wow! Like, and that and that shit is garbage. Okay, <laughs> I, I mean, you say that, but and I can't, I can't talk shit because I went to the movies to see that. I ain't even tell that lie. <laughs> yeah, I went to the movies to see that. So, <laughs> yeah, you know. Um, all right, now this one is a a hot debate topic right here, and I've mm-hmm. gotten you know some new ones here in, in in the recent episodes. But your favorite episode of Martin. Oh, that's oh, that's that's easy. Uh, when they went to uh, when they went to that janky ass uh, uh, resort. Oh, and they, had and the they were monster. like, "It ain't no damn dog." <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh, that's the bro. first one for that one. That's the first yeah. one for that one. That was a. That was a. I forgot what they. I was reading something or watching something, and they said what that little monster was supposed to be or whatever. Um, yeah, well, it was like a little. It was like a little. It looked like a a, a beaver or something on a goddamn yeah, Hot Wheel, yeah, or on a on a remote control car or something. Yeah, that that episode was probably that's the one that I remember the most. Yeah, it's one that I saw. Um, that I only saw one time, and it was like they was in a haunted house. Oh yeah, with, uh, what, I, Martin Martin got a deal that he that was honestly that's my number two. Okay, it, okay, yeah. Cause it started out and Martin was dressed as uh, I, they was Ike and Tina and yeah, it was Halloween. Pam was a cowgirl. Yeah. yeah. Was yeah. was did they buy that house from uh, Mr. They T? They bought that house. Basically, what it was is it was a scam. 
where they buy the house from somebody and then they I can't remember how it went, but basically the guy, once they got in the house, the owner would scare them out of the house and then he would buy the house from them for pennies on on the dollar. Was it Mr. T? Who I forgot who it was who No, it wasn't Mr. T. It wasn't Mr. T. I don't think it was Mr. T. Now now right now people are screaming at the at the uh Oh bro, they are they are they are so and so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. If y'all remember who it was, email us djbladeshow at gmail.com. Um, now, the last one, because you're a mm-hmm. chef, you know, and the only other chefs I know is Raekwon, um, <laughs> okay. maybe Chef Curry. <laughs> yeah. Um, your favorite food? Eggs. What? Eggs. Like all types? Don't even, honestly, just fucking scrambled eggs. Okay. See, I only do two yeah. types of eggs. You know, but I like poached eggs. I like I like I like eggs Benedict. I like omelets. I like fried rice with eggs. Have like, you, yeah. Have you ever had the egg like on Atlanta when um Teddy Perkins was eating that that egg? Um, <laughs> I can't I can't remember what he called it, but all the damn juice was oozing out, and that shit was making all that damn yeah, noise. It, it's a uh, that it was a uh, I Aust- can't remember what he called it, it but ostrich it was egg. it was ostrich. No, I only fuck with chicken eggs though. I don't, I don't, I don't branch out. No snake egg, no. I no no quail, no ostrich, no emu. Okay, you know none of that shit. No. Um, yeah, that was a okay eggs. I I I didn't think of that. I got to put food on there more often. And me personally, I don't know if I have a favorite food. Even though I eat, I can eat chicken uh, three times a day. Yeah, um, yeah, but I feel again. That's like that's like a baseline. That's like water. You, again, you know what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah. It's that's that's salt. You know, what I mean, you gotta. When I when somebody asks me that question, it's like, you know, because I've had a lot of stuff, but when you think about it, so much shit goes everywhere with eggs. Yeah, yeah. Just just think about it. Steak go good with eggs. Steak Chicken good. go good with good eggs. You know, toast, bacon, sausage. You know, the first time I had a a, a chicken biscuit from um from a Chick Fil A, and I had like the egg white on top with the cheese, or whatever, and I felt yeah. weirded out. It's <laughs> like I'm eating like you in the future, and you, yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's, like, it's kind of weird. It was kind of weird, but you know, I powered through. Powered through, right? Um, a good scramble. Now, now, like if you do like the eggs, Bennett. Eggs Benedict. What's that with the with the ham? That yeah, with the ham and the English muffin and okay. the hollandaise. Yeah. All right. What about what's the uh, over easy? You over easy nigga? Sunny side up type uh, nigga? I, I'll do I'll do sunny side up. I'll do over easy. You know, I I'll do over medium. I don't particularly do like most people that I know. You know, especially you know, POC. Uh huh. Colored folks. They, yeah, they uh, people that if they do with anything other than scramble hard, it's usually a uh, egg over hard, which ain't none but the same thing. You just didn't break the yolk. Oh, yeah. So I gotta, I gotta have like my yolk broken. Huh? I gotta, you gotta break that yolk because I don't want to see that, <laughs> that shit. Fuck that. Um, yeah. So okay, we got your fave five now. Your your uh, you do your work down in Atlanta? Is that where you originally from? Uh, yes and no. Okay, explain. Uh, yes, it's where I'm from. No, because 
technically, I would say I'm from Albany, Georgia. Ah. But I spent so little time in Albany. Like, I I have very few memories of that city. So you from out there with, uh, with Field Mob. That's where you're originally from. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But that was so, that was, I've been in Atlanta more of my life than I was there. Okay. Like, like three times the amount of time. So you, you uh, grew up in Atlanta. Um, what yeah. what kind of influenced you to get into the the chefing, the, the culinary the, arts, the, <laughs> the culinary arts? Throw that, throw, throw, throw the word chefing in the in the bag with uh, Grand Rising. <laughs> <laughs> you mean throw it out the window? <laughs> yeah. Uh, no. Okay. So my mom. You know, my mom and my stepdad, shout out to both of them. Yeah. Are my uh they, they both worked second shift when I was younger. Okay. You know, and you you know, for, for those of you who are, you know, corporate mm-hmm. and who might not know what, you know, second shift is, second shift is that shift from like three usually two or three in the afternoon to like eleven to midnight. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to the latchkey. Y'all getting kids. off. Yeah, exactly. Shout out to the latchkey kids. Don't open the door. So, don't let nobody don't in here. Door. Don't go outside. Right. You know what I'm saying? If I call, I'm going to call. I'm going to let it ring one time. I'm going to hang up, and then I call again. That's mm-hmm. how you know it's me. You know, that's that's how it was before call ID. Okay, now let's share some light into your favorite food because a staple of the latchkey kid is eggs. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. If you When growing up, you, you're a kid, you cook a motherfucking egg. Scramble yeah. egg, you can scramble an egg because it's quick, fast. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, okay. So your so, stepdad and your mom, they they work second shift. You know what I'm saying? And I I used to get out of school at three o'clock. You know they would already be gone because uh, at that time we were living in Clayton County, but they still worked in Atlanta. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So that was a commute for them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So by the time I got home, they were gone already. Mm-hmm. You know so. And, you know, they didn't get home until I was about to go to sleep. You know what I'm saying? Like, or I was already asleep. 11, sometimes midnight, depending mm-hmm. on, you know. And, you know, they was a young couple, so they have a one car. Oh, you know, okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, um, and it, it kind of fell on me. So, if I wanted to eat. You know, as I got older, the 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 dinners got better. More you elaborate. know what I'm saying, and more and more elaborate. Mm-hmm. But you know, it was it was throw a fucking pizza in the oven, ramen, or my mom sometimes would cook before she leave to go to work. Just warm, you know, it up. and it and just warm it up, kind of a situation. Mm-hmm. But as I got older, and to be honest with you, bro, I was I was at home for fifth grade. Solo dolo. Uh yeah. That was the life you that know. was my last key life too. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So, you know, um <clears throat> and so sixth, seventh grade, you know, eighth, ninth grade, shit, I it got to the point, well, make sure you cook something by the time we get home. You know, like what uh, the fuck? So you was cooking <laughs> for the family by then? Oh yeah, bro. By the time I was in I think that my sixth grade year of uh my sixth grade year of middle school, 
that was the first time that I cooked like the whole Thanksgiving dinner by myself. What? For the whole family. Yeah. Wow. Oh yeah. Some of you and bitches ain't cooked that shit yet. Some of you some of you bitches ain't uh uh trusted with that yet. And he was cooking it in sixth grade. So Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I was already helping out with it prior to prior to, but sixth grade was the first year that I just did it myself. Wow. So you've been in the game for a minute. Oh yeah. So, oh yeah. I could bear the first time I actually cooked anything like on the stove, I had to pull a dining room chair into the kitchen to wow. cook. Wow. That's trusting. So yeah. So so you started cooking young after mm-hmm. you get out of like high school and all of that. Did you like go into culinary school or Oh yeah. I went to the Art Institute of Atlanta. Okay. Shout out to them. You know, Give them a little still, no, fuck them. Oh, what? what? <laughs> no, no, oh, hold boo. On. Fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Will. Art Who Institute is of, of Atlanta, okay. Yeah, fuck yeah, yeah. Fuck them. Fuck them and fuck Navient and Sally Mae and all them. Oh, so yeah. so so they do the student loans like college oh, yeah. college for them too. Oh yeah. The the Art Institute is is a is is a fucking Scam of the week. Scam of the decade. Wow. Scam of the century. Well, probably not. The the United States government is scam of the century, but (laughs) we're not going to go. We're not going to go into that. Yeah. But. uh, But yeah, man, like it was they say, you know, they tell you everything that they said was true. Okay. This is how good the scam is. Everything that they told me was true what i didn't realize is that they didn't tell me how long it was going to take okay here's what i mean by that okay they told me that if i graduated with a degree from the art institute of atlanta i could get a job making 65 to a hundred thousand dollars a year in my field Mm mm-hmm they didn't tell me okay. that it was going to take 10, 15 years to get there. Ooh, that's a long time. Yeah. You know, like when I tell you I just started making like good money, mm-hmm. I literally like in, in the last three or four years. Now, mind you, I graduated high school in 07 and I went straight to culinary school like a month later. How long do you do you spend in culinary school like to get it again? Uh at a, at the Art Institute, you can get a one year certificate, you can get a two year associate's degree, or you can get a four year bachelor's degree. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So I got an associate's, mm-hmm. you know, because once all of once I started I once I actually started working in the field, mm-hmm. I I realized that I could learn I was learning more at work. Than I was at school, mm. you know, so I tell any, you know, young up and coming cook or chef, you know, looking to to get into the business. They ask me, you know, any any youngster ask me, should they go to culinary school? I'm like, no, go find a job at a, 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 a respectable hotel or restaurant. Not so, I ain't talking fucking not Waffle House. Not Waffle House, not the Howard Johnson. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay. you know, the Four Seasons. A Outback. good what about Outback? The Kabucha Wings, whatever. No, nah, not that. No, nah, Longhorn. No, nah, nah. 
No, hell Hold on, no. Wait, well, wait I mean, minute. honestly, honestly, honestly. Because a good Longhorn is actually probably a damn good option to start out in because okay. that'll you will learn steak temps like that. Okay, because a, and a motherfucker a, that can cook a steak will make a lot of money in the restaurant industry. Because a Parmesan crusted steak is amazing. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? So I, I put a longhorn steak up against anybody. Me too. I, I let me tell you, everybody raves on about going to Ruth's Chris and all of this shit. That's that's wasted money. Yeah. You might as well. I you can hand me that money and I cook you a steak better than fucking Ruth's Chris. I believe you. Uh, <laughs> I definitely believe you. Um, but yeah, I'll take a longhorn steak over Ruth's Chris steak. I anyway. will. I will. I will. That's a hill I'm willing to die on. Yeah, I will yeah. say longhorn is the best steakhouse in America. And uh, I have oh. yet to be proved wrong. Okay. Hey, you learned. Well, I, I mean, that's why they on my top list of steak places. Oh, um, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And now, if either either you find you a good place like that, even um, even like Houston's is a is a is a respectable chain to start out in. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you want to go somewhere that has a chef, a legit chef like myself that is willing to take you under. I heard that at, like legit like him. Yeah, like me. Mm-hmm. I'm a legit chef. Mm-hmm. You know, that ain't no brag. That's it's just, just the truth. Fact. These facts. We'll hunt 100. <laughs> 100. Um, to take you under their wing and teach you what they know. So, after high school, after you go to uh, uh, culinary school, or while you're in culinary school, you start working in a restaurant. Um, mm-hmm. what What's the first restaurant you worked in? Oh, shit. The first restaurant I worked in was this old school ass restaurant here in Atlanta called Panos and Paws. Okay. Super old school, white tablecloth. The the uh, servers wear bow ties and white gloves. Oh, okay. You know, they make they mix salad table side. They fillet fish table side. They got the grind like, the pepper. They grind the pepper. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Old school, super old school French. You know, expensive in the middle in the middle of Buckhead, which is like you know the high rent district in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. You know, literally, um, less than a mile from the governor's mansion. Oh, okay. Yeah, and you got like, to start there. That's why I started. So were you were you a um what what was your title? Were you like were you a sous chef then or no no I was a cook I okay. was a line cook okay and I and. The first three months that I worked there, all I did was shuck oysters and make salads and plate desserts. Wow. wow. That's all I did. Right now I'm on lettuce. In a month, I'll be on fries. <laughs> I'll be on fries. <laughs> and that's when the big bucks come in. <laughs> Shout out to you being a mo- Let me drop a bomb for you for knowing that movie. Drop a bomb for you that damn. <laughs> yeah, yeah, guru over here. Um, yeah. So you at you at this uh, you know, old school. Um, yeah. Fancy restaurant. Super fancy. So, like, was did you stand at like that line of restaurants for a time until no. you got to like one? I knew, I knew from working there. A lot of the restaurants that I've ever worked at. Mm-hmm. The one thing that all of them taught me was what I didn't want to do. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Now, when you say what you or didn't want to do, you mean like what, what you I didn't want to do, as far what as I wouldn't want to deal with? Yeah, you okay. know, like 
I don't want to work in no stuffy ass restaurant like this. Mm-hmm. Feeding, you know, old white folk, old rich white people. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I want to work somewhere lively. I want to work somewhere with a little bit more diversity. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to work in a kitchen that's so fucking quiet. I don't want to work for an angry ass chef that throws shit and yells at people. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And all, you know, going coming up, it also helped me know the kind of the kind of chef that I wanted to be. Mm-hmm. You know, the, or the chef that I knew I didn't want to become too. Okay. You know, so you know, I don't throw shit. I don't yell at people. You know, I I very seldomly raise my voice. So you ain't you know? Gordon Ramsay in that motherfucker. Oh no, 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 no. And and more than and that. And here's a here's some inside baseball for you know the listeners. Mm-hmm. That shit Gordon Ramsay does on TV is an act. Oh okay. Somebody go that's, up in the shit. Yeah, because if that's the case, somebody would have been caved his shit in. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or worse. It's just a lot you of know? knives and shit in the kitchen, so. It's lives. It's hot oil. It's ice cold water. Mm-hmm. And if you don't think ice cold water can hurt you, <laughs> let me tell you something. Somebody <laughs> threw some ice cold water in your face? Bro, You ever, if you ain't ever been doused with ice cold water, that shit, you might as well get tased. Nah, <laughs> nobody's never been bold enough to throw ice cold water because I keep that hot lead. So. I hear, I hear. <laughs> <laughs> but bro, let me tell you something. That shit will change your life. That that, that, that ice bucket challenge. That shit was real. <laughs> that get your mind right. Word. Oh yeah. So um, go ahead. So you 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 did like all of the restaurants that let you know what you didn't want to do. Um, mm-hmm. I'm gonna fast forward to the restaurant that I met you at. Yes. Uh, Wonder Kid. Now, yes, sir. Were were you the head chef at Wonder Kid? Yes, that that was I was top dog in there. Okay, so my my boss was the owner. So like the menu was mm-hmm. different. Was that your creation, the menu, or everything on that menu came out of my head? Okay, it was different. Like the, the <laughs> corn, like I've never had corn like that. You know what I'm saying? Like it was some it was some different stuff on there. I'm like, man, yeah. you know what I'm saying? But it was good though. It was different, but I it was good. That. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I'm sure Amy felt the same way because she got a whole uh, cavalcade of food. Yeah, take, you know bro, you know saying? I had to take care of my girl, man. Yeah, like I yeah. was like, that was as soon as I, as soon as I seen that you had actually shown up. Come on, man! I was I, like, when I say hey, I'm gonna do something, I'm gonna do it now. And I was there. Hey, hey, we are talking about black people. Yeah, yeah. It was <laughs> a little, know? it was a little, uh, a little uh, milky in there. Oh yeah, but it was nice. Oh yeah, though. it was nice. Oh yeah. I want to say it was around the holiday time too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like you you caught us right during Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. So it was a, a different. I think you had like a special menu and had some special drinks on there, or whatever. So. Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah. We were we we were we was in full Christmas spirit at that point, and you know I I, I love me some Christmas now. So you well, know that's something that, Amy got in common because that's her favorite holiday too. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I think she's the reason why I like Christmas so goddamn much. Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> so like, at, but. At all of the restaurants, is like the menu up to the chef, like the head chef or whatever? It, most of them. Nine times out of ten, yes. You know, sometimes the menu is just what's been there since day one. Mm-hmm. You know, most most chain restaurants started as one independent restaurant. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's actually every single chain restaurant. Mm-hmm. 
you know, at one point there was only one Longhorn in Atlanta. You know, at one point there was only one Red Lobster. Hell, only you know one McDonald's. Saying? You know what I'm saying? So exactly. Yeah. And whoever came up with that might not have been a, a classically trained chef. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? That it might have just been somebody uncle that knew how to throw down on the grill. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like, you where where did the, like the inspiration for like that menu? Like, where did it come from? Was it like um everything there you know anything that i put out is is honestly an amalgamation of everything that i didn't learn cooking at home say what now say five dollar word but continue beloved oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah (laughs) amalgamation of things yeah okay yeah Combination. I'm sorry. No, I, no, I we we smart here. We 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 oh, uh, yeah. we know context clues. So go ahead, continue. <laughs> yeah, it, it is a it is a it of everything mm-hmm. from what I cooked when I was a kid to the stuff that I learned coming up to stuff that I seen on TV, food that I've eaten at other chefs' restaurants. Mm-hmm. You know, stuff that I've eaten traveling, even shit that came to me in a damn dream. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, that might work. Let's see if it does. Try it. That shit fire. Put it on the menu. Put Let's see if it's So, like, at that restaurant, like, how often did you change the menu or was it, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Usually seasonally. Okay. So, yeah. So, uh, you came during the holidays. So, I probably had just changed it in the beginning of November. Mm-hmm. And that menu stuck around till about maybe february early march and then i started bringing in spring stuff in march and you know change it again in june or july oh okay okay so you were there and then you know just recently like how many what a month ago two months ago uh my last day at wonder kid was the third of september but i put in my notice on the 27th of july oh just to get, get them prepared and all of that yeah yeah you know that's that's just that's you know that's just good karma right there that is good that's professional you know what i'm saying that's Mm -hmm. not burning bridges on your end Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying because you never know when you coming up you who you gonna see coming down you know what i'm saying or who you gonna need so well you better than me because i tell yeah uh i want to put in my notice well when's your last day today yesterday <laughs> yeah, yesterday I just came to uh, clean out my damn locker. Right. Um. So you, you know you put in your notice, you left, and then you uh, started humble mumble. Now, what is humble mumble? Humble mumble is a pop up. Mm-hmm. You know that's kind of a big thing here in Atlanta right now, and in mm-hmm. a bunch of cities. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Uh, humble mumble is a means to an end, and I'll get back to that in a minute. Uh. It the of course the name comes from my favorite Outcast song. Okay, I was uh, I wanted to say it, but I thought so. Okay, yeah, yeah. it is from the, it is, that's my favorite Outcast song. Shout out to uh, Outcast. If you haven't heard it, it is on the Stank on Your album. I think it's track fifteen, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm gonna have to play a little bit Humble of that. Mumble. Yeah, yeah, I go can do find that. it. Do yeah, that. go ahead, continue, continue though. But yeah, it's uh, Outcast featuring uh, the. The goddess Erica Badu, mm-hmm. you know, on Outcast, what I consider Outcast's best album, um, and uh, yeah, 
and the song is like the song is about you know pursuing your dreams overcoming adversity you know what i'm saying doing what you got to do in spite of that's the way the cracker crumbles yeah exactly uh-huh. you know what i'm saying regardless of what's going on do what you got to do you know what i'm saying um and you know i aside from all that the, the name is dope you know hopefully they won't send me a cease and desist <laughs> <laughs> hopefully they won't yeah hopefully you yeah. know um so you say you said it's a pop-up so is it uh, like a ghost kitchen type of thing well, well no i don't use a ghost kitchen so you know with the pandemic uh a lot of restaurants are short staffed at this point mm-hmm. in 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 life they i know i was you know what i'm saying for a long time and a lot of restaurants are getting to the point where they're like all right well fuck it we just not going to be open 7 days a week you know lunch and dinner we'll close these 2 days or these 3 days or we'll just be open for dinner or whatever the case may be mm-hmm. so they don't run the staff that they do have into the ground you know a lot of restaurants are doing that you know the better restaurants are doing that you know a lot of restaurants don't give a shit you mm-hmm. know they're like it is what it is i'm open if i'm paying the rent i'm open you know but you know, there has to be that balance between profit and, you know, compassion for people. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Because in the end, that's in a restaurant. That's what matters the most out of out of anything. You know, the food can suck. The drinks can be off. But if the the and the service can be a little off. But if the people in the restaurant are awesome and I've seen shit restaurants act daily just because of the people just because of the people that work in there yeah yeah and like you 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 started from the bottom so you kind of know how it feels to be on every level of oh it, yeah so you know every level people. you know what i'm saying i did not come out of culinary school as an executive chef so you know i i i've literally lived every single tier of kitchen life from dishwasher all the way up to executive chef mm. So, you know, I don't, um, but to get back to the, the reason why I'm even doing it or am able to. So when these restaurants are closed, they got space, they got supplies, they got equipment that's not being used. So they, a lot of restaurants have started opening up to pop-up chefs to come in. I bring my own food. I bring my own tools. I cook the food. They serve the food. They serve their alcohol. They make money off of the liquor sales. I make money off the food sales. They give their kitchen staff, which is probably already short, uh, short staff time to rest. Mm -hmm. And they give their front of the house staff an opportunity to make more money. So like the back of the house people is you and you have your own like, kitchen staff yeah i got i got i got friends you know i got other other chefs that come help me out if i need i haven't been in a situation so far where it's been so dire that i needed more than one per one other person with me okay and as a pop-up you know i don't have to have a full 30 item you know menu yeah like for most of my pop-ups it's like five to ten things you know and i can do that you know by myself 
So as so as a pop up, how do you like get the word out and um it, and Instagram and, social media is a is a powerful tool. I don't give a fuck what people say. You know they're talking about you know it's the devil and social mm-hmm. media is evil. If it's used in the right way and you don't get yourself addicted to it, it's a beautiful thing. And if you can, it, you know, people are always saying they need to teach their kids you know, how to use social media and, you know, the social media companies need to, you know, put safeguards to protect kids. No, parents need to teach their kids and instill in their kids first Mm self-esteem and B, to the way to decipher what is real and what is bullshit. Or C, parents just need to parent. But that's a whole yeah. other discussion. But that's hey, that's a, that's another soapbox to hop on for another yeah. time. So like, but yeah. So before you um you know did the um the pop ups, did you like do like, I mean, did you sell plates out somebody's house or something like? How did you get? Oh no, you know, no. I mean, I you know again, this ain't no flex or nothing. I had a small following. Okay. okay. Because I I I have a body of work. You know what I'm saying? Wonder Kid is not the first restaurant that I was the executive chef at. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, yeah. give us a couple of them then. So the first restaurant that I was an executive chef at was called The Shed at Glenwood. Shout out to uh, The Shed um, and shout out to Cindy, who gave me my first break. Shout out to Cindy. Yeah. We're going to give it um, up to Cindy. Yeah, definitely give it up to Cindy. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of where it started. You know what I'm saying? That was my first break you know what i'm saying that's mm-hmm. where I, I i was 20 i'm 33 now so i was 27 running shit when i when i took over at the shit hnic you was the hnic yeah hnic wow big dog chief that's you know what up. i'm saying and uh i kind of just honed it there built up a following there you know what I'm saying? Took it to the next restaurant that I was at, which is called Bully Boy. Okay. Also, another fantastic uh, restaurant. Um, there, I was a co-chef with another chef who was a dear friend of mine. Shout out to uh, Michael Bertozzi. Shout out to Bertozzi. He, oh, Bert, if you will. Forget um, about it. Sound like an old Italian over here, huh? Uh, no, no, he, no, no, Bert, that is... That is the one of the nicest people I have ever met in this industry. Just salt of the earth, as the white people say. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and then after Bully Boy, then came Wonder Kid. And oh, okay. that right there is a six-year stretch. Mm. I mean, yeah. that sounds fast-paced for, you know. Yeah. You know, like, uh, well, for a normal, like, corporate structure or for, you know, like, even, like, labor, like, you know, skilled labor, mm-hmm. most of those, you know, people work 10, 20, 30 years at a one place, you know what I'm saying? In, in the restaurant industry, two years, two and a half years is the, is, is usually when people max out, you oh, know what I'm saying? Okay. They go somewhere else, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, I mean, you've done all these places. And you ain't even had to work at Gladys Knight's Chicken and Waffles. I so. would never, but that's a because <laughs> you don't sell cocaine. I, that's why you. Yeah, exactly. You got to but sell you know cocaine what, to get the, the job. The funny thing is about it, you know, I've never actually the the first black owned restaurant that I worked at was mine. Oh, 
you know what I'm saying? Like I I've never I I've never worked I've never worked under a black chef. So what you telling me is you was like the spook who sat by the door. You learned all the tricks <laughs> of the trade from the man and then you went and used them to take it back to the blacks. <laughs> you taking exactly. all this you using all this white knowledge. That's why your all corn was, white knowledge. That's why your corn yeah. was curled up like that. that. I knew that wasn't nigga corn, that was white man corn. You even feed me <laughs> white man corn over here. Now that, I, some, I, yeah, I gotta come back to Atlanta to get some of that humble mumble nigga corn. Oh, that nigga. <laughs> some nigga corn, goddamn. You gave me this white man corn. The white man corn tastes a little bit sweeter. I don't know. Hey man, that white man corn was organic. That so, shit was you good, know. but yeah, it just yeah, no, no parabens, no, no, no GMOs. No GMOs. No. It got a little bite to it, you know. Yeah, a little spicier. Yeah, shout out to that you and that white man corn you was feeding me, and that hey, and shit was braised. You don't go to a nigga that, restaurant to get no braised chicken. No, 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 no. Braised no, no. and you, roasted. You, yeah, you know that's that's the flavor injected. Yeah, niggas you know, put that, all the seasoning on the top. Thing, though. The I found that a lot of the stuff that I do, you know, that I find like second nature or, yeah. you know, passe sometimes or even just commonplace. I do that shit at home mm-hmm. and niggas is like, what the fuck? Brussels sprouts and shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, what is that? Mushrooms. <laughs> 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 what's, this, what's these yeah. shits right here, nigga? These mushrooms. What the hell? Oh, <laughs> do you eat them off a of pizza? What? Yeah. Uh, so yeah. I mean, but that that's also a blessing too, because you know, it's 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 cool to be able to you know intro- it's it. That's one of the best things about being a chef is that I have been able to introduce a lot of shit mm-hmm. to my family and immediate friends that mm-hmm. they would not necessarily have known or known of or tried mm. so so that's what's up so you said you got your you you know you get your inspiration from all different kinds of places and stuff um do you see yourself like being like on television doing it or what's what's, uh, like, what's next for you You know what i i, I a lot of people because i honestly you know again this is i i, I, I this is not a flex the people from um, that Food Network show Chopped mm-hmm. reached out to me, mm. um, and that's not that's not a major thing because I think they just reach out to it. they just cast the net to every chef they can find, mm-hmm. you know. And then there's a process to whittle out the bullshit. You know what to, I'm saying? To be on Chopped though, you got to be able to cook a whole wide variety of shit because you don't know what be you, in that basket. Th- and that's the thing though: gorgonzola See, I, cheese, I don't bull testicles. I can't, I can't think like that. Yeah, they have. I'm not. I'm not a. I'm not a Jay Z style chef. I can't go in the booth and do it off the top of the head. You gotta have. Like okay. You gotta have. I it gotta have it. I, I. You know. I. I'm. I'm. I'm three stacks. I can do it. I. I write it out. You yeah. know what I'm saying. Then go and put it out there. I, I can't. I. I personally can't work under that kind of pressure. I'm not a. I'm. I'm not competitive like that. You mm. know what I'm saying. You know. So. Yeah that doesn't work for me. So I wouldn't put myself in that kind of situation. You know what I'm saying? A show that I, if I were to ever do something on TV, it would be, you remember that show, uh, remember that show Emerald Live? You gotta remember Emerald. Emerald I remember Emerald, Emerald Lagasse. But yeah, yeah. His, he, he I, used, I don't remember his show. What was his show? 
it, that was the name of it. It was called Emerald Live. It was on Food Network. I mean, and, what did he, 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 he had the live audience. He had the little band on the side. And that's how he, you know, and he would just cook. You know what I'm saying? Whatever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, look it up. I'm sure. I, yeah, I have YouTube. to go on YouTube and, and look look that up. You but know. yeah, I, I mean, that, it, I know a lot of your listeners, you know, have oh, seen yeah. that show. It, it, it was big. Yeah. My show on uh is uh diners, drive-ins and dives. That's my show. Yeah, yeah, you know I like that show too. You know, yeah. um, and honestly, again, those people reached out about Wonder Kid. You know what oh. I'm saying? If they were in the process, if I'm not mistaken, the owners of Wonder Kid were in the process of talking to those guys. Um, I just never, I didn't stick around to see see it come to fruition if you will yeah i i I read an article about uh that show and they were saying like you basically got to shut your restaurant down for like two days Um, oh yeah so um because they're basically setting up a whole ass fucking studio mm -hmm. in your shit you know what i'm saying and you gotta you know they got people in there acting like they Mm -hmm. eating at your restaurant you know what i'm saying but you gotta Show them your recipe. Show them how it's made. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, that, I think that's cool. I think that show is cool simply because a lot of very small mom and pop restaurants have become famous Mm -hmm. or are way more successful than they would have been had they not been on that show. Mm -hmm. So I applaud the opportunity that that show presents to a lot of independent restaurants. Word. So now with Humble Mumble, you do the pop-up. Yes, sir. What, yes, sir. What's in the cards next for Humble Mumble before we get out of here? You know, for for, for Humble Mumble, you know, it, honestly, it's, it's, it's building the brand right now. You okay. know what I'm saying? It is, it is making sure that people know who I am, making sure that people know what Humble Mumble is. You know what I'm saying? Being able to go to a restaurant on any day and sell out. Okay. You know what I'm saying? That's the next step. And then after that, you know, uh, I, 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 I actually got this weird flex that I really want to throw out there. I, so, <laughs> so, uh, you, I saw your post you posted yesterday, you know, your flex or whatever. He's like, I don't want to flex or whatever. So I, I made sure I, I, I wrote to, down. I try to stay humble. Share and- that flex. No, you got because to what? here's how here's how my strut. shit works. Here's how my shit works. Okay, I put it out there and, and the it just fall apart. I feel you. I feel you. you Something like that kind of happened to me today. So, <laughs> well, if I guess, do I get a ding, ding, ding? I mean, yeah, but it's such a it's such a complex thing. I, I just say if you get within the ballpark of it, I'd be like, all right, yeah, you got it. Hmm. But it's so complex and it's so niche, and like it literally fell into my lap. And and I wouldn't call it a, a flex; I would call it an opportunity. You're gonna be in a, a chef for a celebrity? No, God, no, no, um, no, no. I wish because that's that's the quickest sticks. way to get some notoriety. Mm. I wonder what it is. Well, we'll did see. You say fiddlesticks? Yeah, I did what? say fiddlesticks. <laughs> Shucks! Gosh darn it! gosh darn it hell no (laughs) (laughs) yeah so where can where can everybody find you or where like 
Um, where can they, you know, find you so where they'll know when you're going to do your pop-ups and all that kind of stuff? Um, okay. Well, you know, for me, you know, uh, for me to find me, you can find me at, uh, on Instagram mm-hmm. at it's a black chef. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can find humble mumble on Instagram at humble mumble ATL. And then, you know, check out the humble mumble website. Uh, that is humblemumbleatl.com. Okay. And that's where you have all your like dates. That's where you can stuff. find everything. You can find, honestly, you can find all my info because I, I put the same shit everywhere. You know what I'm saying? So, so in, the, in the near future, when when is the next um, pop-up? Uh, depending on when this airs, like if this airs tomorrow, uh, well, tomorrow from recording, I'll be at this restaurant called Full Commission. Okay, well, um, this is not gonna air tomorrow, but so, uh, give me give me a couple of dates in if, the near future. If you're hearing this, uh-huh. at some point, I'll be at uh, <laughs> I'll be. <laughs> <laughs> if you're hearing this, at some point, you know, Lord willing, uh-huh. I'll be at, I'll be at the Pig and the Pearl from eleven to four, slinging sandwiches mm-hmm. for lunch. Okay. Um, excuse me, eleven to three. I'll be at a uh, cool little, nice little uh, cocktail lounge here in Atlanta called Parlor. Okay. On Wednesday night. Um, and then you can catch me again at Full Commission on Friday. Okay. So, so yeah, that's so, that's the near future. So, look for him in the A. Yes, sir. Uh, yes, sir. All of those places he just mentioned. HumbleMumbleATL.com. Yeah. Uh, Justin. Thank you for joining me. Uh, thank you for teaching me about the, a little bit about the culinary business and all of that. Yes, Anything sir. you want to leave the listeners with before we get out of here? No, I don't. I ain't got no profound shit to say at the end. Uh, my, you know what? Be humble. Be humble. Yes, but don't be mumble. humble. But don't. Mumble. <laughs> Everybody's Justin Dixon. Put that part out. <laughs> <laughs> it's your boy be easy DJ Blake show at gmail.com email us let us know what you think um, call us up 404-436-2370 um, yeah man I enjoyed it enjoyed just, uh, Justin and um, I'm gonna go down there and give me some humble mumble uh, yeah man it's your boy be easy and I'm out <laughs>